0: welcome back i'm kevin rutherford the website is let's com. we're gonna get right back to some phone calls we're off to uh daniel welcome to the program
1: Good afternoon kevin what's on um, your mind today company i'm with well fuel economy okay <laughs> um The company I'm with, my previous truck had broken, and they put me in another one, and now I'm in a Volvo. I'm not a fan of Volvos, uh, just due to previous issues with them. But there's a couple of things on this truck that make me happy, such as an access of switches and gauges. And in this particular truck, there appears to be a boost gauge as well as an instant fuel economy meter. Okay,
0: in the dash okay. uh oh, Daniel, Daniel, you were breaking up, and now I can't hear you at all. Uh, I'm gonna put you back on hold and and if you can still hear me, uh, I'm going to give you the answer that I think, well, we just lost you. Um, you know what? I'm gonna give you the answer anyway. Uh, so when we have additional gauges, which we love, that's why we created the scan gauge KR, because it gives you every possible additional gauge that's in your ECM gives us access to all of that information. But if we have boost and instant fuel mileage, what I will tell you is that on the Volvo, like most all OEM instant read gauges the problem is the instant read fuel mileage changes so fast that it's very hard to learn how to drive by that gauge. I've tried and it's frustrating. When we created the scan gauge KR, we we took that instant read, which was literally reading every second, and we slowed it down to an eight second rolling average. So it doesn't jump around so fast and you can adjust your driving and see how it affects your fuel economy in real time. Um, you can try that with the Volvo instant gauge. I think you're going to find it frustrating, but give it a shot. The boost gauge, the, the best way to remember how to drive by a boost gauge, if you like barbecue, low and slow That's what we're looking for, especially when we're going up the hills. Low boost. Drive slower going up the hills. Find a gear that will allow you to actually accelerate up the hill. And you're going to go, well, there is no gear. Yeah, there is. There is a gear somewhere that's going to let you accelerate up that hill. That's the gear you want to get down to. And you want to get down to it quicker. And then you want to be in a gear that allows you to go up the hill without being your foot nailed to the floor. And when you do that, you're going to notice you, your boost will be much lower. So if, one of the ways to, to challenge yourself is if you typically go up a hill and it's taking you, you know, 20 plus pounds of boost. Try to get up the hill only using 15 pounds of boost and watch what happens. And you're going to have to play around. You're going to have to downshift a little sooner. You're going to have to try a couple different things. But that's the overall goal. You want to get to a point where you are using the least amount of boost possible to get up that hill.